Sting. Love Sting. Oh, oh like Lady Gaga. I don't know. That was Love Sick. No, we oh. had. I had some. Wait, let's have some fun. This beat is sick. Oh no, it's Disco, disco Stick. stick. Damn yeah. it. Yeah. Because it's Love Game, but she wants to take a ride on the Disco Stick. You know what? Let's just start. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> welcome <laughs> to Too Much Free Time podcast. I'm your host, Mark Burris. With me, as always, is Peter Blankenship. We're here. We are John Girderless tonight. Girdle. <laughs> Girdless. I said girdle. Well, well, girdle. Yeah, we're not wearing our our girdle. Yeah, so. we're not wearing our girdle tonight. But we do have special guest Zach Brown with us again. Always special. Mm-hmm. Always mostly special. here. Yeah. <laughs> Try so me, homie, here. with the yeah. Yeah, but we're always happy to have you. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, it's almost spooktober, I guess, and so we're going to kick things off with horror films now, and I'm, I'm excited. This is probably our favorite time of year movie-wise. I love it. For sure. Yeah. I don't think this is a horror film. That's a good we'll take. That's that. a hot take. That's yeah. a good take. I personally would consider this a horror film. Uh, Wait, what, Peter, what's, since what's it was your pick, why don't yeah. you introduce the movie? This movie is uh, 2015's Bone Tomahawk, starring Kurt Russell. Patrick Wilson, uh, we have to go back. Matthew Fox. <laughs> <laughs> and Richard Jenkins. <laughs> Never too early for a Lost reference. <laughs> and, a, and a cool cameo by David Arquette. And yeah. then that guy from yes. all the Rob Zombie movies. Oh, yeah, R.I.P. He, you know, he just passed. Yeah. Uh, Sid Haig. Oh, hmm. sad. I was hmm. happy to see him in this, though. But I think this is a horror film, and it's actually a perfect horror film to start out Spooktober because it's a slow burn. We want to go ease into Spooktober. I'm I'm gonna go ahead. Where I'm gonna compare the the pacing on all this, the setup, kind of like to The Witch, where we start the movie with like, holy shit, yeah, whoa, and then that's just plaguing us the whole time. Like when when we were out in the desert, I was looking. I was like, are they out there? Are they doing anything? What a, a twig snapped. And yeah. then it doesn't happen. And then the end, the last the finale, it's like, what is going on? Just like The Witch. Right. And for uh, those who are listening to this but haven't enjoyed the film yet, the Stop basic- listening, <laughs> watch it, and then come back. Yeah. The basic- heavy spoilers. Heavy spoilers. Yeah, heavy spoilers <laughs> to come. But the basic plot is essentially, it is a Western. It's a Western horror where uh, a group of, we find out, cave-dwelling Native Americans, troglodytes. I had never heard that word before this movie. They're not real. They're it's, not real? No. Okay, but... It, it's real in D&D. Incestuous. Yeah, they're in... <laughs> Native it, they're American. the hills have eyes, but oh, Native yeah. Americans. Yeah. And they kidnap the, you know, the it's like, doctor's wife. It's she. I don't forgot what Patrick Wilson's job is, uh, but the wife of one of the townsfolk... He's a foreman. And she's, she's a nurse. Oh, she's a nurse. But yeah. Kidnap her as well as a few other members of the town, and so a posse made up of the main protagonist go out to look for them and track down these troglodytes which is just a fun word to say um and yeah craziness ensues that's the basic overall plot and it doesn't need to be more complicated than that yeah. there's no major exposition of like why these people are the way they are there's no like petty bitterness between the main characters that they're like trying to set up as exposition like we're just introduced to these characters that live in this small town bright hope and they have a mission Nothing else really matters, so let's go do that. We are on a time crunch, and that's it. Well, in terms of like a, in terms of like exposition, you're right. It, it it was very very much just like to the point, especially with like a with like building up building up uh, character relationships. We see in, in maybe the first like twenty minutes or so after after just like after just like the first scene, which is which is our, our, our sort of a sort of inciting event. 
when we're there in the bar, like you, you guess immediately know. All right, Matthew Fox. He's sort of the kind of kind of like braggart. He's, yeah, he's the humble. He's the humble bragger, like kind of Han Solo guy. And then from there, we can then see. All right, Kurt Russell's gonna gonna kind of temper him. Richard Jenkins is gonna kind of, I guess, make sure everyone's taking taking I guess this right path. But it, it was somewhere yeah. where like without without really a lot of like oh he is the humble brag. Yeah, it was very very good characterization. Yeah, I really enjoyed it, and it was what you pointed out, where Richard Jenkins' character, uh, Chicory, is like this old, you know, former deputy that's now the backup deputy, and he really kind of becomes the, I would almost say the like heart and soul of mm-hmm. the of the group, because you know he's kind, he's kind of an idiot, but it's like that old man kind of sad, where you know you don't you're not mad at him for thinking certain ways because you're just kind of like oh that's. You almost feel bad for him the yeah. m- most of the movie. Uh, I did laugh that Kurt Russell has the audacity to refer to him as old man. Yeah, I'm like <laughs> Kurt, come on, buddy. Like you're you're pushing it, and, and he, he looked great. He must have uh, done this right after Hateful Eight because he had the same stash beard set up. I mean, it was shorter, but that had to have been around the he same time. He had more time. full stuff going on. It's just beautiful. Yeah. I was distracted most of the movie by Kurt Russell's beard. It's yeah. he woo. he's like old western where Tommy Lee Jones is like new western. Yeah. They're just so good mm. in those roles. Uh, yeah. and I forgot to mention the cold case lead actress is yeah, Kurt I Russell's that, wife. I have that in my huh. notes too. I was like what a great show. <laughs> As soon as I saw her, too. That's one of the few notes I have is straight up just cold case lady. Yeah. <laughs> Haven't seen her in forever. It's like yeah. her trail went cold. Well, Kurt's dead. Let's, <laughs> let's talk about the, the opening of this movie because it's literally in the first three seconds is a yeah. death. Yeah. No, the first shot is the guy going, oh, oh, yeah. oh, from and the head over. And it's David Arquette. Of and, all people. Um, of all people. Oh, I know. <laughs> David Arquette and Sid Haig. Cutting the throats of sleeping uh, frontiersmen, I guess, uh, and robbing them, which was a thing. Like, and that's a good setup for multiple reasons. One, because they basically set up what happens in this movie through their actions, but it also sets up the tension every time someone goes to sleep. Like throughout the movie yeah. when they're camping out, you've already put in place this idea. In this world, people Lawless. are just gonna sneak up on you and cut your throat, take your stuff, and go. Like who's gonna stop them? Well, with, with that too, like it, it, it doesn't even have to be some some sort of troglodyte. Like yeah, uh, they are just exactly. supernatural force. It's yeah, just random people. Just two which dudes. not gonna go back to the witch, but uh, <laughs> with that movie, but right? I a lot, am. a lot of the a lot of the drama isn't only about the witch. You know, it's about what losing the child does to the family. Right. You know, like and just frontiers grounded. And, yeah. Yeah. And not to mention the dialogue in this movie, pretty the, cool. The dialogue, it's. Ah, it's almost Tarantino-esque and it's like where people don't really talk like that, but the way it's set up, it you buy it. Like 100% this is how people interact with each other. Like uh, Kurt Russell, one of the few lines Kurt Russell had that like floored me was, um, we're skipping ahead a little bit, but when they come get him to let him know that the people have been taken, 
just Kurt Russell like standing up and like adjusting his bridge and goes like, what are you doing in my breakfast? Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> well, I also love how they like cover all these tracks because, you know, like we don't have cell phones or anything. And yeah. so when, when stuff is hitting the fan and like plans are having to change, they're like, all right, so like you're going to go and you're going to tell him that his wife is staying overnight. And you're like, we're yeah. making sure everyone is informed of what's yep. going on. It's like, yeah, that probably is exactly how it happened then. Like that's how people kept up. The population is like 200 something people. You're like, that's yeah. really neat. Yeah, I really enjoyed Attention that as well. Attention to detail. But um, in the beginning here, we get the, like I said, we get the whole setup for what happens in the movie. So the they, guy's they not kill dead. these guys. Um, so the, the rock, two, the, like, he's oh, like, you got to cut, there's 16 arteries in the neck. He's like, I don't think that's true. And he's like, my funny. friend knew a guy who used to be a doctor and he it was, said it. It was his friend used to know a guy whose dad was a doctor. <laughs> yeah. like, was pretty, and he said it with confidence, which was great. But yeah, so they they killed those guys and robbed them, and then they start hearing hearing like it's like a mixture of like a coyote scream with like a dead horse. Scary. Yeah. You keep hearing it in the background, and so and they thought they heard galloping. Yeah, they hear galloping, so they're trying to escape, and they essentially desecrate these troglodytes' burial ground, which is a horror trope. It's a classic like you mess something up, so now these evil spirits esque things are coming to get you. Mm. So I like that they, because it really goes into Western territory for 90% of the movie. I like that it started with like a classic horror trope. You don't mess with a Native American burial ground. Well, then at the Sid Haig's death, he had shot an arrow through the Adam's apple and like ripped out or something. Oh, like, no, no. So I thought that was, was that his just Adam's part of the apple. It was part of the arrow? arrowhead. Because when Kurt Russell finds one later, it has the same like, it looks like it's a, a bird skull as an arrowhead. Okay. Mm. I just like, because... Which is awesome he in was, terms of like prop design. He was making sounds similar to them. Uh, oh yeah. When he was like, <laughs> yeah, that was how that was shot. Was so I, I don't know why it would mesmerize me because like you don't. It's not up close. You just see him take the arrow, and then the two guys, you know, our villains come out of nowhere with their bone tomahawks. Title drop, and just cut him down, and you see like. His gut's falling out, but you're so yeah. far away because you're seeing it from um, David, David Arquette, Arquette's yeah. point of view where he's like blind firing and running away. It just how it was framed was super interesting to me. Uh, but yeah, that's that's our opening to the movie. And then it just cuts to this town of Bright Hope who's, you know, just going about their lives. You don't really get a great view of how big the town is though you just you saw the population of 236 yeah. or something 200 something but we don't see anywhere close to that throughout the movie no no but like it's something where like don't they show, show like the main street or something and, and like from there it's like all right it's, it's, it's yeah it's, it's small. A relatively but like after watching this ironically i watched uh tombstone another great mm. kurt russell western and it it was that was something that stuck out to me is because throughout tombstone even though Tombstone is set up to be like a bustling new town that everyone's coming out to, you're just constantly seeing people in the street. And so hmm. when this was happening, it just, you know, no one's really around and they frame it. Okay. Cause it's like late at night in one scene. Well, that's early morning um, in the next. It, 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 it starts late at night in, in town or whatever where, and then David Arquette comes in and screws everything up and by morning they're already gone. Yeah. Like there's a, not a lot a of time point. for the town to wake up or anything. Hmm. That's a good point. I did make a note cause we, when we're introduced to uh, Matthew Fox, when he goes into the saloon, I did make a note 
just saying, I hope one day to open a bar just so Peter can pull this piano trick. Because <laughs> yeah. I loved that. Where the I piano... noticed the math, too, that yeah. was off. <laughs> I loved it. Just the Because it was one song for... It was a... three, two was six, and three was ten. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and then once he put the dime down, he flips the sign. It says one drink. Like this, their starting fee, yes, yeah, starting <laughs> whiskey. Fee. So good, like it was so dry. There was no music. There's mm-hmm. no other sounds. Just that delivery still killed me. I love like, that. That's a dime. I know the sound of Lady Liberty. <laughs> 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 but yeah, that was something that stuck out to me was the uh, that bar scene. I was like, oh, is it supposed to be a like a not a desolate town, but like not a booming town because the bartender's like it's already dead in here, kind of mentality yeah you also i guess get a sense that too from uh from patrick wilson's discussion of of, of, i guess like his his work because it seems though because like he He was like a construction worker project based he'd been injured so it was like all right i'm coming back and like no other work had come about yet so maybe that was also he couldn't go do the work he was to Ah. be put in charge and then he hurt himself and he because he's he's trying to fix his roof yeah he was trying to fix his roof and, and they're um, about to be gone for six months. The- that was that was only part like Patrick Wilson and his wife Lily uh, Simmons, who I bugged the shit out of me. Could not think about where I recognized her. This is kind of lame, but then it hit me. She plays the adult Selena Kyle in that Gotham TV show. She's in like two episodes, hmm. maybe, but like I recognized her from that and probably something else. But like I started laughing. I was like, "That's where I recognize her. <laughs> what?" But I liked their relationship and everything. But mm-hmm. that was the only conversation that felt like exposition dump because they had to explain yeah. why Patrick Wilson's leg was broken. And uh, I like that they didn't make that some sort of like, you know, gloss over thing that that was a major plot point was his leg is broken. But uh, yeah, them she like kind of over explains the like, well, it was you that wanted to go out in that storm during to fix the roof because you thought like it kind of went on. I feel like we didn't need to know how he broke his leg. I think it just could have been fine to be, he broke his leg. That's what happens. You're in the Wild West. Well, it, It's Go, the first seed about him being determined, which yeah. Kurt That's Russell says it at the end, and then he hadn't really known the story behind it or what. Like, it is just who Patrick Wilson is as a character. What did you guys think of Patrick Wilson in this? I liked him. Yeah, he's pretty good. I'm so... I think he's great. I have... Like, everything. Every time I see Patrick Wilson, I don't know whether or not I'm going to like him in the movie. And to be honest, I can't think of a movie where I hate him. Like, even in Phantom of the Opera, like, I think he does fine. But yeah, his hair's fake, but like. <laughs> yeah, his hair is definitely horse hair in that yeah, movie. His but... passion is real. <laughs> <laughs> but with. Uh, in this movie, I, I really enjoyed him. Like, I thought I would hate him after like five minutes. Him and Matthew Fox, I thought were going to be the two people I hated throughout the movie. And they were incredible. Like, I loved everyone in this movie. My only complaint was there's two scenes where, I don't know if they used a weird take, but Patrick Wilson's southern accent goes into, other, like, overdrive. <laughs> it's when he's reading the leather, letter. I uh. almost said leather. The reading the letter where it goes from him talking in kind of a, kind of a southern voice to, dear, what's his name? Yes. Dear Samantha. I've been at the like I'm like where's this accent coming from, buddy? Like Ken Burns Civil War documentary, yeah. <laughs> uh, clearly. Yeah, I did love that scene solely for how it ended, which is him closing the letter and just going, "That's no Same poem." poem. 
It's like, what? Yeah. How is that a poem? Because <laughs> she wanted him to read the poem. I, and the the with him reading, so the stable boy getting eviscerated. Oh, that was sad. That was a scary scene too. That was yeah. that was a good jump scare. Um, I did jump at that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Well, with with that though, um, so like uh, as as you mentioned, ha- how there's there's not much exposition. That's really the only time that the monsters I guess, interact with the town. Right. And again, it's like, we don't need to know. Oh, they've been coming in for years. It's just bam. Yeah, they dude only gets came because they were following David Arquette. Yeah, they were tracking David Arquette because he destroyed their um, burial ground or whatever. And, and I that's actually, why they needed the horses. I like that they show that the, the stable boy being murdered, they do not show them kidnapping the David Arquette, the deputy, and mm-hmm. um, the wife, Samantha. Like, you know yeah. something's going to happen. Yeah, that was really but cool. But you don't know what's going to, and it just to wake up the next morning, and then it's just, they're gone. That was a good little, like, fake out. I liked that. But, uh, yeah, the that one night is really to set up everybody, because we get, we're introduced to Chicory, Richard Jenkins' character. He's the one that, like, found uh, David Arquette bearing stuff, and then we get Kurt Russell's kind of character going to the bar to, you know scout the stranger in town and apparently he constantly shoots people in the leg (laughs) (laughs) that's his shtick yeah that's what he's known for it's pretty funny um but yeah still introduced to matthew fox there and you know it's i like how that our characters came together i guess Mm -hmm. is what i'm saying it was was happened i mean it's happenstance it was and nothing about it felt forced like why samantha was there they with one line of dialogue, they're all like, "Doctor such and such is already in two bottles of vodka." Like, yeah. awesome. Explained away. No more explanation needed. Yeah. Don't really bring it back up. So we now know why the nurse is there. We know the deputy's there because he's doing his job. Uh, we know why David Arquette's there. We know like it's it's pretty flawlessly set up and mm-hmm. pretty quick too. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a I'm I'm spacing on what the rule is, but there's some writing rule with screenplays of like within the first 10 to 15 minutes you need to have everything set up and going i don't think that's necessarily like you have to but that's kind of like the golden rule it i guess depends what the point of your film is right all that nonsense but i would say this movie kind of upholds that idea oh yeah, yeah. after uh, like high estimate 30 minutes we're going yeah we're we're in yeah. the thick of it they're it's on the road two hour 15 minute movie i, I, I think it's just shy. two hours exactly Almost. Yeah. Uh, but in, I, it's a little long, but I never truly felt like it was long. There was maybe a couple times where I was like, okay, I wonder if they're ever going to get to the cave or is yeah. this the part of the movie is like, you know, if the point of the movie is will they get to the cave kind of thing. But uh, <laughs> it was never about the cave. It was, it was about, about the, the journey. <laughs> the journey to the cave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. But yeah, uh, before we leave town, I was just before going through. Before we don't <laughs> yeah, leave sorry. town Settle yet. Up. <laughs> I was just looking through my notes. Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> Oregon Trail, like yeah. get all your supplies. <laughs> I wrote the uh, the struggles of broken leg sex because of that sex scene. That was like a totally unneeded yeah, scene. That was I was getting ready to say it was like that was probably one of the few scenes I was like, why? Is I this love it here? because the joke of like so she's on top and then he's like, let's just do it the right way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, it feels more natural. I I like the just the stuff like, how's your tibia? 
Just yeah. he's like, well, I mean, it, he just screamed in pain. I'm pretty sure he's not okay. Yeah. With that, too, I mean, I, I feel like Patrick Wilson's leg could have been injured while they were just out on the trail rather than being injured beforehand. No, see, I, I disagree. I think setting him up at the beginning for, like, having him basically be crippled sets up more tension of, like, how mm. Kurt Russell's approaching everything. It sets up this more... Like, even Kurt Russell says at the beginning, like, you know, if anything goes wrong out there, you're probably going to die. Another excellent thing that they did. So as soon as Patrick Wilson heard his wife was gone, he just leaves. Yeah, he and just he, goes. And then Kurt Russell picks up his boots. Yeah. For, like, I love that. I, I was like, oh, my gosh. That was so, that was, what a good touch. There also <laughs> wasn't any in these movies where they do the whole, like, who's going to go volunteer? And either they have to rally people or it's a, like, no, you can't go. You're too emotional. Like. Kurt Russell was straight up like, I'm not going to stop Patrick Wilson. Like, he knows that Patrick Wilson's going regardless. So yeah, might yeah. As well and he not has to go because it's like deputy and like his townspeople were kidnapped. And Yeah, like, it, it It was a good movement, like, moving of the plot and everything without bogging it down with yeah. like weird praise things. Yeah. Right. I also loved this is uh, one of the weirder lines, but one of the weird humble brags that uh, Matthew Fox does of the um, I'm going because I've probably killed more uh, Indians than any of you combined. And then well, just their, no. their Native American specialist is like, what a rude thing to brag yeah, about. He's like, I'm not he bragging. Said it, he yeah. said it's an ugly brag oh, yeah. or something, but like, he's, he's going because he's the one who brought his wife. <clears throat> oh, yeah. He was That's the what he did. And then he's night. like, and I mean, I'm probably better suited to go anyway. I've killed more Indians. But it's such a good line of just the, what an ugly thing to brag about. He's like, it's not bragging. It's just the fact. And just like leaves, you're like, okay, that was kind of some swagger there. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I, I kind of buy this guy now. That's when I first started getting on board. I was like, okay, like, let's see what he can oh, yeah. do. And like when they uh, set camp and he's doing his thing, he just is in commando mode wearing yeah. all white. <laughs> yes. What a great linen suit. Like a linen cowboy suit. He was looking he's fresh. He's a badass. Oh, beat you on the draw he does he actually yeah, does with beat the, him on the like draw. the first thing and it's like an animal or whatever but it's like ding 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 oh my gosh <laughs> i love that no the questions. setting up of the bells yeah like we're we're to that part now so they've left town and we've got our posse if you will um i like that the native american specialist in town or whatever um was basically like i'm not going and like, is screw that and also is native oh american. yeah is native Makes american sense. well i liked how they handled that though where it was it was like, it could have easily been like, we need you to translate, and it could have gotten into like weird kind of squanto, yeah, kind of territory. But it was, I loved it. It added to the tension of him being like, no, fuck that. Like, yeah. I'm not going, you're not going to survive. And how he just says, like, we didn't even, like, my people didn't even like those people. <laughs> yeah. So I liked that. But yeah, so we're on the road. So it's just the four of them, pretty small posse. And it really, at this point, like if you hadn't seen any other parts of the movie and just turned into this middle part, it's a western. Yeah, through and through. Like the next hour. Yeah, through and through. It's literally just a western of these four men from different walks of life camping out wa- wandering through the wild west. And it seems like it's pretty early in uh kind of the founding of the west, if you will, like phase. Like even um uh Richard Jenkins makes that joke when the Hispanic like bandits attack and he's like we just showed uh, a couple of mexicans the lessons of manifest destiny or something yeah we else. educated like, oh, yeah. we educated a couple yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah tell me all that transpired 
or whatever Patrick Wilson said when he woke up. Yeah, he's like, what is happening? <laughs> <laughs> it is interesting. Patrick Wilson does have that inflection problem. He's like, what has happened today? <laughs> we educated a couple Mexicans about Manifest Destiny. That was a pretty was a good funny one. line. But yeah, so it makes me think that we're really early in the conquering of the West. But they've had the war. Right. So mm-hmm. the war has happened and everything. So that was interesting. Um, just every campout scene could have been like a weird exposition dump or a weird like over the top why you would want to root for these characters kind of thing. But it wasn't. We get weird chicory conversations that I loved. His, yeah. his talk about reading a book in the bathtub. Yes, it was great. <laughs> it was so good and so accurate to the shit you talk about when you're camping yeah. or it's the middle of the night and nobody can sleep. Like, I couldn't tell you how excited that made me. I was just like, oh my God. Like, this is the stupid shit we've had at like campouts and stuff of reading a book in the bathtub. Use a music stand, or uh, he like throws out a bunch of examples, and Chikri gets so excited. He's like, "That's the first thing I'm gonna do." He's like, "I don't think Brutor come up with that." Yeah, that was pretty good. The whole like, "Why I'm smart." (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, that's the scene too where he uh, he shoots the coyote or whatever that trips the bells. But uh, yeah, the it was weird. I didn't think the scenes had that much tension until those two people show up mm-hmm. and you have that standoff it then you immediately think back to the beginning of the movie where people are like cutting their throats in their sleep it's crazy and then you're questioning it still and then like chicory yeah. goes over and he sees the cross and you're like well maybe they were good people and then they weren't well maybe that was another thing i complimented <laughs> i complimented the movie towards because i thought they were going to check their bodies and then find something like crack explosives no i thought they were gonna find like a picture of like him and a like a woman or a dog his daughter uh, you know uh, some, yeah, 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 something yeah. that would make them just be like a bible oh why did you do this kind of mm-hmm. thing but it's but chicory gets close and then something distracts oh patrick wilson wakes up so he goes back to talk to him but i'm happy they bailed on that and it was just left up to the audience like were they a scouting party were they two dudes just walking around I mean, were they even connected to what in the later? next scene, which mm-hmm. is they do get raided and their horses get stolen? Yeah, when they woke up to the stabbing sound, I was like, who's dying? Oh, yes. that freaked I thought, me out. I thought Fox was done. Yeah. I was I happy he, he didn't. Yeah, me too. But I was like, oh my God, what's happening? Because I just heard the knife go in. Ooh. It was it was sad after that too. When they oh, had, saucy. When he had to go kill his horse. Oh, it's like, my, oh gosh. my gosh. Yeah, this thank you for your service. The yeah, West. and... Really good example because, like, one thing that they're also really good at as characters is like when they blow up at each other or whatever, just like apologizing afterwards, you know, just right there, making up. And how Chicory, having just like fought with him about like shooting the Mexicans or whatever, like compliments his horse, you know, like Mm -hmm. meets him where he has been really sad. And you're like, wow, okay, yeah, what a nice thing. And yeah, you see that too in the movie with, uh, they call it the German, the telescope. Yeah, oh, yes. that was such a nice scene. That was a great scene where, yeah, in the beginning, it's uh, they ask him if he can use the German and says, are you going to ride to Hamburg and get me another? <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. And then just later in the movie to be like, I've seen you operate. You'll be fine. And then he's, I love it because they're like, do you see anything? He's like, oh, yeah. oh. And they're like, what? And he's just like, it's awesome. Yeah, this, <laughs> this thing's thing so is much great. better. 
(laughs) (laughs) Giant telescope thing. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, Yeah. so nice. But that was a good ramp up of tension and just adding another layer to the story of... Well, they're stranded point, with no horses. Right, because at this point in the movie, when the horses are gone, Matthew Fox has been stabbed. There's been little scenes showing that Patrick Wilson's leg is getting worse and that he's just like hiding it and is really struggling. I thought, awesome, this movie is a they're going to die getting to the cave. I yep. actually thought they wouldn't get to the cave at this point in the movie. I was like, oh, so they're going to die on the way there and it's going to be kind of a sad Western of like, well, at least they tried. I hope... Like, I was like, this life, is life in the West. Yeah, life in the West. <laughs> this is going to get dark. But um, yeah, this is... It added that layer of tension. I truly didn't know where it was going to go next. So I liked that. Uh, I think we get like two more camping scenes. Well, th- th- there's... To set them going ahead of Patrick yeah. Wilson. Well, well there's... There's the one where they like meet up with Patrick Wilson and like operate on the leg, which well is like, because he punches oh. Fox and he hurts his leg even worse. Yeah, he breaks it again, and yeah. so then the they're they're wanting to cut it off, and yeah. uh, that's pretty brutal. But uh, then they just reset it, and then I guess he's good yeah. to go. He's like the tincture is gonna help, but this is gonna pop right through. I thought they were gonna punch cut it through. off and and just like tell him they weren't. Oh, I thought so, too. That's why I loved when he woke up and he looked at his leg and it was still there. He was, like, actually excited. (laughs) But, yeah, because when they start walking, and, again, props to this movie. Kurt Russell's kind of no bullshit and just like, hey, we got to keep moving. Maybe you should just stay here. Or And he's just said, Patrick Wilson just says, I'll try my best to keep pace. If I don't, I'll meet up with you guys when you guys camp out, and then we'll go from there. Kind of Just put the rocks. Right. Mm -hmm. They're just, they're being smart about it. And, uh, of course, Patrick Wilson can't keep up with him because they've got one good leg. So, uh, they... and, But it's it's a testament to him being determined, right? Oh, yeah. So, like, mm-hmm. still going back to why he's hurt in the first place. Yeah. He just, like, keeps going. He's a stubborn son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and he's out to save his woman. Save his woman. Who, I think it, like... At the, I should have probably brought this up at the beginning of the movie. Did anyone else think that their age difference was kind of crazy? Patrick Wilson and mm-hmm. his wife? They looked like twenty years apart. Well, in the beginning, at least. Well, anyway, yeah. I mean, like the the wives were taken kind of young back then, anyways. That's true, but that's still something that stuck out and, to me. I was and like, some oh, of the women, you know, would have died in the. Ch- I'm not saying he was married before, and his previous wife died in childbirth, but sometimes it happens. Oh, I know this is a tangent, but <laughs> off of that, off of that, I really enjoyed. <laughs> Off of that weird tangent, I do want to point out, this is going back to the beginning, setting up their relationship. I actually really enjoyed, and I had written down that uh, when he's reading the paper in the beginning, and it's before the exposition dump of like why his leg's broken, when he, she berates him for just sitting around because she's like, listen, you're about to spend, what is it, like six more months or something mm-hmm. sitting around. We're going to spend more time together than we have since we first got married. <laughs> We gotta be okay with this. Like, what an incredible real conversation. Well, yeah, she was excited to have him, and he's just bitching. Right. And she's like, but aren't I good? And you're like, oh, that's so true. But but it's also a great point. They are about to spend more time together than they ever have, so they need to be civil. Let's let's be okay about this. But back to the journey. (laughs) (laughs) It's way too excited for where this journey's going, but um, yeah, so at this point. You know, they had to reset Matthew Fox's leg. 
or not Patrick Matthew Fox's. Wilson. Sorry, Patrick Wilson's. Matthew Fox had been stabbed in the arm, but he's he seems to be okay, kind of. That was a, something I thought was a little weird. They kind of keep shrugging off wounds a little bit. That's what movie. they did in the West. Well, sometimes with gunshots because the, most of them just went through you and like, yeah, didn't uh, really do damage. Yeah, but. I don't know where he was. I I know he was stabbed like in the arm, shoulder. but it's like where? Because the other stuff when they were wounded, it, it kind of still seemed like it hurt. It seemed like it hurt. Yeah, but yeah, but not right. that. I mean, that one didn't. So it's like okay, maybe just in comparison to Patrick Wilson, who's like dying from that leg pain, it all kind of seemed like you're almost distracted by that, so you don't notice if they're even acting like they're in pain. We hear the the sounds of the troglodytes though pretty soon, right? Because they right. know they're when being they, watched. When they get it's uh, after the horses are gone is when you start hearing it. The didgeridoo in the background. The didgeridoo of the throat. Of the throat, yeah. But so, yeah, they've left Patrick Wilson behind to recover, which is sad because I definitely thought it was a he's dead. Well, they also kind of thought like, well, he might be. Yeah, that that's the, the weirdness yet beauty of this movie is every scene like that is this weird like maybe he'll be okay, but he's probably fucking dead. We got to keep going, though. It's such a brutal yet realistic, like smart, idea and mm. how they approach everything yeah and like even with the thought of like most likely dead they're still honoring the fact that he might yeah, pull be. out yep. and they're still going to do their part right which yeah. is just cool and uh some bros right there out there <laughs> there are, some, there are you know some what i'd do that for you zach if we had to reset your leg and i thought you were dead i'd still set some rocks thanks for you. i would just ask you to shoot me no the troglodytes <laughs> have <laughs> megan and we're going like <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> You'd be saucy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, thanks for your service. <laughs> oh, man. That's how quick you were to... You guys could just shoot me. Okay. <laughs> you know, this is a legally binding podcast. So like, exactly. You better not break your leg around us. We will pop you. <laughs> it's, it's basically a contract now. I, I am sad... <laughs> By this point in the movie, though, the, the bromance really has kicked in. Blossom. They are bonded yeah. together. But this is also where shit hits the fan immediately. And you learn, you, you get the kill count. Well, you understand that Fox, why he hates Indians, because they killed his mom and sister. I love how Chickory found, like, as soon as he's like, well, you can ask my mom and sister's. As soon as we heard it, we're like, oh, they're dead. They're but dead. Chicory's <laughs> like, oh, I've never met him. You're like, oh, my. <laughs> You're like, damn it, Chicory, read the room. <laughs> like, he's so, you know, like, it's the assistant deputy's opinion or what, you know, like, the, I love. The backup deputies. Yeah, opinion. backup deputies. Yeah, he's just, like, not all with it. Yeah, it's he's like, just, yeah, he's, because they're bad. He's just old and. Codgery. Yeah, he's not that bright. And it's, it's adorable mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah shit hits the fan and i i rewound it when it hit because it just like happens well yeah because there's no sound yeah there's it's literally it's just, just like, matthew fox gets hit and then just yeah he gets hit with a rock uh kurt russell gets shot with an arrow uh, and then uh chigger gets hit in the head with a rock yeah there's two rocks in an air and like it happens and then like Matthew Fox is on the ground. And then his arm get, or his hand gets just cut off. And you're like, wait. Oh, yeah. What? And you, you oh. just hear the thud. Yeah. It's, like not, it's not poetic. There's no like, ching, ching, ching. No, it was poetic because it was with a bone tomahawk. Tile well, drop. No. I'm just so good. Come on. It wasn't. <laughs> it was only 
No, yeah, a, I just, it was just efficient. It was a fa- right. Like, it was it was a ambush in its purest form. Yeah, it was so cool. I, I rewound it. I was it like, was what? it was great. And you know they kill. Do they kill two or do they just kill one of them? Um, I think they killed like one of them there, and then Matthew Fox killed like five. After the fact, no, after Matthew no, Fox killed, killed. No, they killed two, and they Matthew killed Fox two, yeah. killed one more. Mm-hmm. Uh, because that was kind of sad. I was hoping Matthew Fox would have taken out more, but that was when they so find s- him later, and that was sad Patrick when they're Wilson leaving him, him, and like he asks for a cigar, and like so and he then can he blow starts, up the dynamite, and he starts crying, and you're like, yeah, you know, like you're dead, you're dead, and fine. When Patrick Wilson finds him with the tomahawk in his head, that yeah, that like, that hit oof. me. And Kurt Russell's me. leaving, and he tells Fox, "Is like we're gonna make this worth something." Yeah, we're gonna you make know? it worth something. And he's like, please do. Oh, and he's like, I'm going to try to take as many of them with me. It's just the one. But it's it's crazy, though, that they make it maybe 100 yards more past Matthew Fox, and then they're just hit again, and then they just get knocked out. Oh, I thought Kurt Russell was for sure dead in this scene when they were shoving the tomahawk into his mouth. Oh, my, oh my gosh. gosh. Yes, yeah. I screamed at that. Yeah. That was <laughs> brutal. And then they just knocked oh. him out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and, and this is the scene too, oh, where we learn that they're the ones making those noises because they well, call up for the ropes. Yeah. Well, no, it's, no, no. We know because Matthew Fox plays with the one that's laying next oh, to him. Oh no, you mean Patrick Wilson? No, he pushes the thing, and it like oh, you're right. It spurts out of the that. throat, and you're like, what? And, uh, yeah, they don't have a language because they they, they can't. They get to roar like a T Rex. Yeah, a roar. But they do, they do that to them. I can't do it. They're doing okay. that to that's themselves. Right. Yeah, that, that, that's it, it just with this whole this whole like whole like tribe or civilization. There's uh, it's, it's, fifth, it's fourteen people. Okay, <laughs> I was gonna ask that. Twelve males, two females, and then and then also like the fact that, that just all, all this like all this like uh, the, the, this uh, mutilation. It's like how did what what, what why what happened to you? Yeah. <laughs> Who hurt you, troglodyte? Yeah. Who hurt you? Show yeah. us, show us on the bone tomahawk where yeah. they hurt you, <laughs> Tusk Man. <laughs> but but it was something too. Where really, the, the whole the, 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 like character design of of these of these monsters, which oh is yeah, like really solid. There. Well, the actors they got to do it. I don't know what notes they would have given them, but they all <laughs> acted the same way. Where it was like, I know they weren't androids, but how they acted was so robotic yes. in like a pure animalistic form. That it added a layer of scary, like when, um, so like kind of skipping ahead because uh, Kurt Russell and Richard Jenkins are taken at this point. We cut back to Patrick Wilson, who's awake and now following them. When he gets attacked by them later, which was loved was this maneuver scene. of putting the hat above him, so they shot the hat so he could be alerted. That whole scene, when he shoots the one, the other one doesn't flinch. Then he shoots again, snaps his bow in half, looks at the bow like, oh, what happened? And then grabs the tomahawk to come try to finish him off. How they acted in that was terrifying. Like, that was truly like some sort of like monster coming towards you. Yeah. And he was like taking steps towards uh, Kurt. And you're like, or not Kurt, Patrick Wilson. And he, he's just like, no, 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 get the bullet. And like, get the bullet. I love oh. that. But yeah, so this is where the movie actually, like, I saw so many similarities to. When's the last time you saw Hills Have Eyes, the remake? Never seen it. It's been a while. But do you remember in the remake, after um, the initial raid on the family, remember the husband of the 
pregnant woman that got shot basically like takes a couple of like a gun. I think he takes something else. And then one of the dogs and goes and finds them in that town. And he has to like keep fighting them. And it's a crazy second half of that movie. This is what that was like. As soon as I realized that I got so excited, I wanted Patrick Wilson to keep just taking them out and like yeah. going while like dragging his cane around. When he turns into the field medic and he's like, what are they doing in here? He's like, <laughs> cuts their throat. He, like you can tell he's, Getting sick of doing it himself. He just keeps digging in there. But how smart was that? You cut it and he keeps blowing it to get more to come to him and shoots him. Oh, it was great. Yeah. We haven't talked a lot about sound design before on this podcast, but this movie really made me think about it. Because there was no music. I was going to say, there's there's like zero music except for the piano. Everything made was so visceral. Like the gunshots sounded like they legitimately fired gunshots because of the echo and the thud of everything, how the tomahawks and how people were like hit with arrows sounded so real, like yeah. brutally real. It added another layer of just, we had all the like the gurgling blood and shit like that. And then later the crunching of bones. and Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, do we want to do we want to go into the into the bisecting? Oh my god. Up the ass. I'm going to do a warning honestly for this of just like we're about to talk about a person being split in half from well, that's spoiled that. Yeah, you're already saying it. No, but I'm because we're going to talk <laughs> about it in more detail. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so I'm just a uh, trigger racing. warning about the so, so it's like if you're driving and, uh, and uh, prone to uh, <laughs> prone to fainting like I am, uh maybe I want to pull over. Yeah. <laughs> I've had but, to do that a couple times listening to podcasts. Ooh. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so, you know, Matthew, I keep wanting to say Matthew Fox. Matthew Fox is dead. But uh, Kurt Russell and uh, Richard Jenkins wake up and they are in, you know, this the cave, the cell jail thing, cells, jail yeah. cell thing. Uh, and they see Samantha and the deputy are still alive. Deputy Nick. Deputy Nick, who's currently on the show right now that, it's what? it called uh sweet bittersweet or sweet bitter or something it's like a show about restaurants in new york weird sorry weird tangent but they're I'm alive not really though because he ends up being a dish <laughs> <laughs> nice. I, got, I got nothing nice <laughs> nice peter but we see they're alive. We get a little bit of an exposition dump of just Nick saying, we know why all this has happened. That traveler came to town. His name was... What was, it was Parvis. Sort of, yeah, Parvis. Purvis. Purvis. Perv. He was perv. And, yeah, so um, he was a bad person. This was okay to have done all these things. Like, we were right. Yeah, we were right. Um, but they already killed him and ate him. And uh, that's pretty... All this is happening while he is being set up to be sacri- like murdered He's and naked slaughtered. Now. He's naked. Just, um, I don't know why, but the level of tension and just like uncomfortable I was of him and Kurt Russell talking about this like they're at a table in a bar while he's being stripped of clothing and about to be bisected is so disturbing. And then like, Kurt Russell being like the 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 Calvary's coming. coming you know, they're gonna worry, kill all of them. Avenged. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my God! When they so, I don't know if you caught this, but when they scalped him, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. first off, you saw everything. You but heard then they it. Took yep. You the heard scalp, it. Yep. They took the scalp and a wooden stick and nope. shoved it, was it the into dagger his thing. mouth. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely screamed at that. 
Oh my god! And then I was like, okay, so well, are so they that's gonna, it. Just, well, the thing, the thing <laughs> is, right, he's dead. That's done. All right, no, moving the, on. <laughs> honestly, though, like, what what do you usually use to gag a person? Anyone? Uh, a rope. Anyone? Did oh, you see oh. any rope around? Did you see any uh, clothes? What about the things they I mean, made? They, they gave the off, but. the pregnant women that didn't have any arms and legs or eyes. <laughs> well, what did they put in their eyes? Wooden sticks. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Um, anyway, so yeah, so you're like scalped. Okay, he's yeah. mouth gagged. What like, else could happen? What's gonna happen? They start flipping this motherfucker yeah. upside down. We see ass and I. I yeah. I have never seen this in a movie. Yeah, yeah. never. This is. Oh my god! Like yeah. them spreading him out, yeah, and then you just see yeah. the bone tomahawk coming down on his, his area, his his grundle. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say Tate, but grundle's pretty good. Gooch, but but but, but, and but just but, but, but chopping like at three him. times. Yeah, too. it's like once, One. two, oh, it looked, oh, well, and like and he he oh. actually makes. Yeah, he's screaming. He yeah. is screaming. And he makes the whole less time. noise there at the end. Yeah. He's now, yeah. He's now done. Oh. And just. Look. And the ripping. Ripping and the tearing. And just. How. <laughs> yeah. I, like, yeah. I was like, no. What? <laughs> just. And then they. Oh, God. They don't even cut all the way through. And they, yeah. they wishbone his ass. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, man. Yeah. I'm just, like, watching that. I've never, I was. Like, yeah, I was watching a lesbian next to me, and like she wasn't watching it, and okay. I was like, I was la- like the scalping thing, and in his mouth, I was like, oh, what? And she's like, what? What are you watching? <laughs> <laughs> Enough to see him get that. Yeah, uh, that, that's ruined date we're night. Like, I'm, I'm definitely with you there. Megan's there knitting or something, and she, she, she like stops when, when they start doing the scalping, and then both of us are like screaming when they're ripping oh you apart. Oh my god. Just, oh, I'm getting a little hot thinking about no, it. No, like, it is so disturbing. It, 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 it like truly is some something that I've never seen in like any other movie, and, and it is just like gore to a level that did not expect from this well, movie. So, like, let's compare it to a movie that's sole basis is body horror like that, like Hostel. For some reason, the way it might have been the way it was filmed, the way people are acting, the way it was done and handled, that hit me harder than. Anything in Hostel except for the Achilles tendon thing, but that's just I think, a personal thing. I think why though, like Hostel, the people doing those actions are playing basically anime character evil. Oh, yeah, where that's like true. here they're they're animals, but they they are looking at Deputy Nick as we would look at a cow. Like they're just that's butchering true. him. They're just it's, doing what they do with their food. Oh my god! You know we do that. Hang them, hang them up by their legs when, and like ripping. Yeah. Do, when do they, you think do you think cows have movies like this? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's re- like the Chick Fil A cows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh gosh, but they drag both both sides of Nick out of there. Yeah, and it cuts, and we see him like chewing on an arm oh. or something. Well, I love though that when it cuts back to the jail cell, they're just there's no, yeah, they are just speechless. There's no emotion. They are all just like we just saw a human being cut in half. What do you do after that? <laughs> like, shit. And that's when Chickory's like, 
Well, why'd you? That whole thing about the cavalry is a lie, right? That oh, that made me sad because I knew what the question afterwards coming of the whole like I just thought maybe he might have actually had it. I was like, oh, son of a bitch, that hit you right in the heartstrings. Yeah. But I like that this this if the Patrick Wilson stuff wasn't happening and this was happening, I don't think I'd like this movie as much. I think this would have hit so hard that I'd just been like. I don't know, man. I don't know what yeah, about it either. Yeah, you're getting ready to maybe see it three more times. Yeah, you're like, because it reminded I, I me of. Know. I, I, I guess kind of like that because, like, even though Patrick Wilson's coming up, it's like, all right, here's our hope. I still thought he was going to get iced. Well, I thought he was going to die too, but I thought there was going to be like an escape. Well, so mm. honestly, my first thought was how long ago and since they killed Purvis, you know, so obviously they're like keeping him alive so the meat doesn't spoil. And mm. it's like, I guess they were working on Purvis for a few days. So it's like, okay, so Patrick Wilson has maybe a few days before we get another one done. I was already being like, okay, how long? I'm also super happy that mm-hmm. they did not hint at or do any weird thing where they were going to make Samantha another, you know what I mean? Like, Oh, yes, like a sister. God, yeah. I'm happy that wasn't touched because that hit me for like a second when she brought them up, when they were doing the numbers, how many are there? 12 males and then two, whatever. I was like, I thought oh, there was going to be a please. ton. Oh, I thought because they, were they laughed, or she was laughing, or whatever, um, and they're like, you know, we killed two. You know, how many are there? And I wanted her to be like, there's five hundred. Uh, yeah, yeah, you 100. know, just like you can't kill them. But I liked that it was twelve because it made it feel more grounded. Well, and attainable for victory. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. it's like but, okay, maybe we can do this. But I also mean, in the sense of like the style of life they live, there shouldn't be that many of them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But they've been doing this for a long time. Well, yeah, but Two, I, like according to our expert. Well, yeah, that's true. But like they've had this land hundreds of years or whatever. I don't know. Something about that, though, grounded it more. But yeah, Patrick Wilson has gotten to the cave at this point. He's seen uh, Matthew Fox dead with the. No, he's not at the cave yet. What do you mean? He's about to be. What do, what they do, do the opium stuff first. Oh, yeah, we've skipped the opium thing. Where they uh, get him to drink opium. So what I thought was going to happen was that like, I thought I thought Kurt Russell was going to drink it all, and they were uh, going to come and kill him, and his meat was bad. Like I uh, thought that's what was going to yeah. happen. It was going to be like uh, Cannibal Hawk, not Cannibal Hawk, Green Inferno, where um, yeah, everyone got high. Everyone got high because yeah. they ate the druggie. I yeah. thought that was going to be the the thing, and I was like, oh my, what a dark. Kind of cool idea, and I'm really glad they didn't do that. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad it was like, I want the string. I want the string. I thought that was funny. Yeah. Funnier. And then mm-hmm. um, I guess, like, did that one die? Or I guess it, because it probably poisoned him, right? She, I mean, yeah. she said one's definitely dead. One's knocked the fuck out and maybe dead. And yeah. One is unaffected. Right, yeah. right. But this is when Patrick Wilson gets to the, to the yeah, spot. when as they're attacking Kurt Russell. Yeah, because uh, they cut Kurt Russell open a little bit and then and shove, this was the, horrible. shove the flask inside Ugh. of him. But the, and just just the way that like the the tomahawk thing, it just it just, it just made slid. a little nick. It was like, but a, it was like a huge like it was like a scalpel. Uh, yeah, it was uh, pretty brutal. And the sound when they put it in there, it was it was just so like. Oh, I've never heard that from my body, but like <laughs> other things, sure. And, and then just, just just like thinking about the fact that like, oh my god, that's gonna like cauterize and just stick. Yeah, and then he Ugh. shot. He shoots Kurt Russell with uh, the repeater rifle, and then and tries to shoot his balls off, but it 
clicks because he doesn't know how to reload. Yeah, he shoots him in the arm. Yeah, he shoots him in the arm. But uh, I'm gonna shoot him. In oh, the no, balls. he shoots him in the gut. No, no, no. He shoots him in the arm first, and then he just shoots oh, him. Oh, you're right. He yeah, wants sorry, to shoot him yeah. in the balls, and he can't figure out how to reload. And you're like, okay, maybe, maybe his balls are safe, maybe. And then he like he figures it out, gut. and uh, that's kind of funny when he does, and he hears a gunshot down, and he just goes like, Poof. oh, and he shoots it into the yeah. Yeah, but then he reloads, and then he shoots him in the Speaking gut. Speaking of funny, like I don't know if this was a misplaced thing because the the situation I feel like did not require any comedy because it was super tense and fucked up. But while he's trying to shoot and it clicks, Chickory even goes, oh, he doesn't know how to reload. And then when he does it by accident, you just hear Chickory go, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> like how, yeah. he's, how he like is yeah. commentating on everything. I was like, uh, uh, is this the time, Chickory? It's the time. Chickory dickory doc. But yeah, Patrick Wilson's been whistling through that throat whistle <laughs> and then taking people out, Ooh. which is pretty sweet. I love that it's not like him walking in being like, my leg's fine. He like crawls into yeah. this cave. <laughs> He's like, I made it. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like we made it. And then it. just the conversation of like, how many did you kill? We need to do quick math here, guys. Three like, left. Kurt Russell's just dying. <laughs> oh, man, that that made me sad. Like you could hear him wheezing mm-hmm. and just. Which was really good. That was a really good wheezing sound. Oh, yeah. There you go. That's right. The really sad line, though, where he's like, say goodbye to my wife. I'll say hello to yours. Oh, yeah, that was so chicory. Oh. And in chicory being the whole when they're talking about the flea circus, dumbass. <laughs> oh my god. That was so sweet. Yeah, and, and like, then I thought chicory was going to die after the flea circus story cuz I was like they've done like six stories of why chicory is the most lovable, adorable <laughs> person. He's probably going to die next. Now let's right? watch him eat his balls. Yeah, but- <laughs> I was like he's going to get like something brutal now, right? I'm happy he didn't. I yeah. think if I had to sum the movie up, though, I think Samantha does it really well when she gets pissed oh at Kurt Russell I, for I dropping for notes. dropping the rocks, and she's like, "You're you guys are idiots," <laughs> and it's like what something about like everything. Oh yeah, it's wrong not, is a bunch of idiots or whatever, and it's well, like he says it's not um, the reason so many people die in the frontier. It's not the Indians. It's not it's the be, Mexicans. It's not it's the, the idiots. Heat, it's yeah, the idiots. And and when you think about it, like like all this stuff is just idiots. Like Purvis is an idiot when he's mm-hmm. like rock, you know doing yeah. the stuff and he disgraces whatever. Kurt Russell was an idiot when he just decided like his his affinity to shoot people in the leg. You know, like that's that's an idiot move. Like. Uh, Patrick Wilson climbing up and doing the thing on the roof, even though idiot he shouldn't move. have done it. That's an idiot move. Regardless of how good internally they are, still idiots. Yeah. Like none of this would have been a thing if they didn't do that. It's really yeah. good. It's like, hey, nice, nice. Yeah, <laughs> continuity. I, it was, it was good. And then Samantha telling, you know, um, Chicory that the fleas were real. And she oh. winks to Kurt Russell, and you're like, oh, oh man. It was just that moment of like I really thought all of them were gonna die now. And then he tells them he tells them to leave, like go ahead and get out of here, whatever. And then they're leaving, and it was Chickory picks up a rock because people are still there. They pass the women, which is disgusting, and it's the X Files mom. Oh yeah, who's under like no eyes, no limbs, yeah, or whatever. I got that like, vibe too. Lols, and they're <laughs> pregnant. Um, but so Kurt Russell fires three times. Yeah. No other Indian, like some of the troglodytes went down with one shot. Most didn't actually. It's like, do you think Kurt Russell was just firing three shots? I think, I think it, I think it was he got him. Okay. I think because, uh, 
the way they were timed, it wasn't like bang, bang, bang. I feel like it was bang, space, space bang. And then they say were that gunshots and time's going by and they're like, I think that was. And then they hear the third one. Yeah. And that's when Chicory puts down the rock. Yeah. But like I could also see it as I'm, trying I'm, to get them to relax, you I, know, because the whole hmm. thing, Kurt, like, I mean, I could see it both ways. I, I lean more towards he got him solely because I want this to have a happy ending and because Patrick Wilson does blow the whistle when they leave the cave to see if anybody else is around and nobody really responds. But if so. you think like if you're one of the three remaining troglodytes, well, males. Am I the only one that thinks troglodyte sounds like a flavor of like ice cream? I think it sounds like an alien race, not like a Native American tribe. Or like a... Troglodyte! It's like, it means cave dweller, doesn't it? Yeah. It's like a... Um, like Trogdor, I guess. Oh, Trogdor. <laughs> yeah, reminds me of that. There's Trogdors. But I like to believe that he got them, and you know, they're going to make it back to the town with a crazy story. Yeah, I do want to have a nice kiss and everything, but that was pretty what you've funny. been putting in your mouth. Yeah, that was pretty <laughs> funny. But uh, yeah, it's, it's, I would say it's a bittersweet ending. Oh, oh yeah, well, I mean, yeah. Half I mean, your cast is dead. Well, yeah. yeah, but I mean, like Kurt Russell dying. Like I was really oof. thinking about his wife. Yeah, that was sad. And she said, "Come home." Yeah, like, no. I, I liked how he went out though, like a G six. I loved it. But yeah, and then that's just how the movie ends. Is we don't see them make it back to the town. So even I with really that, liked that. It just yeah. stops on the rock. Yep. Which well, is a weird assumption to think that they're gonna make it back walking. And they, they had well, they don't have a lot of supplies either. Yeah. Like Patrick Wilson had stuff, so they do have something, and uh, they can get back if they can get back to where they buried their other stuff. They've yeah. got supplies, but it, it it's still four it's days rough, in the desert. Yeah. It's a rough journey, but uh, had, so with the rock as they were leaving tracks, did you take uh, Chicory leaving putting the rock down as a we don't have to worry anymore? Yeah. Or I took it as he was leaving it for Kurt Russell. Yeah, I took it as that too. It's like, like, it's like if I you think, can get out. I think he's. I think Kurt Russell's is dead. Kurt Russell's is, is dead. Can't speak right now. Kurt Russell is dead. But I also took it as Chicory and his like innocence, being like maybe he is okay. Yeah. And like, oh, because I thought he took it when they still thought there were people left. No, yeah, I think that's when he picked it up. But I don't know, because that's what they did for Patrick Wilson was they mm-hmm. left those rocks. Yeah, but. And, so I, w- I think I would have agreed with you if he laid down more than one, oh. because the mm. thing with Patrick Wilson was four rocks. That's true. But I do like that a lot. I, I like that kind of innocence of Chicory just being yeah. like, maybe Kurt Russell will be fine, even though he's been shot in the gut, and the other side of his gut has a metal flask that's sealed to him now. Yeah, and the fact that every time you were splashing back at him, it was just poking out. Oh, man. I'm happy they didn't put it all the way inside him. I know that's like not a... Well, then you can see it. Him, it's extra storage. Like, <laughs> But I just mean the sense of like, it, it added something that you could see it the entire time. But yeah, yeah like we said, that's that's how the movie ends. The yeah. three of them on their long journey back to Bright Hope. I I was genuinely surprised how much I liked this movie. Mm-hmm. It and it got me back on like a western kick. I've been watching a lot of westerns. It's something where I mean, going into it, I I I thought that it was just like a run of the mill western. I, I was like, Peter, why did you make this watch us going into like? horror movies um and it it, it was something that i that i I have thought about more after watching it so yeah it was something quite enjoyable yeah i i would highly recommend it i think in going back to what we were saying in the beginning i think this 
I still think this counts as a horror movie. And I think, like Peter said, I think The Witch is a better analogy. I think one of the differences, though, is this is kind of almost an atmospheric horror to a degree, but he, they don't lean into it like they do with The Witch where there's tense music, the lighting's very creepy. Mm-hmm. I feel like he wanted, this director, I think he wanted to make a Western that takes a turn into a different genre. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, so the reason I say that that it is not hard is because it, it, it feels more like just, just, just a sort of like adventure movie. Similar to, to like uh, to like uh, to like Indiana Jones, where th- there there are like a couple of scenes that are just like holy shit, this is gonna like scare me for years. Think, thinking about the, the like Raiders of the Lost Ark scene, and then and then the uh, moving the, the heart, the heart. And it's like those are those are horrifying scenes, but the rest of it is like all right, we're doing an adventure. It's yeah, but what's the adventure? Get into the cave. They're going to go, save go the, save the, like like the Temple of Doom. Like there's more going on than just that. Yeah. Also. Half the cast in uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark wasn't like brutally murdered by the Nazis in the movie. I mean, they were brutally murdered by Moses. Well, the Nazis were murdered by whatever comes out of the Ark. <laughs> I like the idea that it's Moses. Yeah. Moses is in there. He's like, surprise, motherfuckers. <laughs> two by two, motherfuckers. Oh, that's not Moses. Shit, that's Noah. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> but I don't know. I. How I felt after this movie is how I felt, even though I didn't like Midsommar, it's the same feeling. And I would say Midsommar is a horror film. Mm-hmm. This is, I would still, you know, in my soul, I think it's a horror film because I watched a man get bisected <laughs> and it was not fun. Well, like, <laughs> I think, God, his guts hitting the ground as they like, pull, I'm sorry, I'm still stuck on yeah, that scene. Yeah, I, I, <clears throat> Honestly, I think the thing that's holding back, just going ahead and saying, yeah, it's for sure a horror thing, is, like, they're supposed to be Native Americans. You know, like, if they were, like, some sort of creature thing, I don't think it would have been, what else would you call it, but horror. You know, like... I don't really see that. I I, I can... I just, I, I, I don't know how, like, because you, you will, we would call The Witch a horror movie, mm-hmm. but, like, the, the difference is there's a witch and Satan in The Witch, but, like, the what happens... They they start the same with like bam. They a lot of just nothing to do with what happened, you know, like about witches or Satan or anything mm-hmm. like that. There's a lot of familial things, and then it like explodes there at the end, like stuff is going on. Uh, I don't know, like. No, I see what you're saying because like what mm-hmm. just came to mind was the the gray Liam Neeson's the gray. Yeah. So mm-hmm. if you took the wolves out and made it something more monstrous. I would consider that more of a horror movie, but the fact that they were wolves made it kind would made it more of like a thriller yeah. nature well, thing. Well, I guess maybe that's maybe that's closer to what this is—a a sort of western thriller rather than western horror. Because, because you're right, it is something where, like, at the end, it is quite thrilling and and it, like the creatures. The or I say creatures, troglodytes they're themselves are tribe. yeah. They're that's terrifying. Yeah. But I, I'm, 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 I'm like, like trying to think of other things that, that they're sort of in the thriller genre that are that are like scary as well. Yeah, it's a it's a weird line, and yeah. you know, horror is the name of a genre that like encompasses thriller mm-hmm. and all these different stuff. In right, the same exactly. Way. And this so is it's a genre does. bending movie too because it's also mm-hmm. like a western. First. Yeah, yeah, that's that's yeah, what first I was and saying. Foremost, yeah, yeah. I, I enjoy movies like this though that mm-hmm. are one genre. And take a turn into another, or maybe into another after that. 
Um, it's like Turtle Tracks ice cream. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was about to say another movie I would recommend that I don't know if I'll do for my pick because it is kind of like this where I don't know if it falls into horror, but The Guest. Did you ever see The Guest? No, I had that it's, on my two-watch list for three years. Never watched it. It's by the guy who did uh, You're Next. It's by the mm. same two guys, so it's kind of like that. But, uh, yeah, um, th- it's always weird when we do a good movie like this that we all agree is a good movie, but uh, is there anything you would change about the movie? I would maybe shave off shave off a one camping scene just to just to, just kind of tighten it up just a little bit more. But uh, otherwise, I... I yeah, I think he, there's really not much I would say change about it because because the, the, the acting is great. And, oh, the acting is phenomenal, and it's just it, it's really solid. I how many camping scenes do we have? I think, there I think there's four. four, and so there might have been a fifth. Well, if you count Patrick Wilson stuff, there might have been like a fifth. I'm just like so you have the first one, and they set up camp and they shoot the dog. Right. Then you have the second one with um, the. Is that when the scouting party comes and then they move to another camp, which kind of counts so as it's a, that same night where they that I guess that does count as one camping scene uh, because the ca- the camping scenes are, are escalating. Right. right. They are escalating as they go along. I, I just wonder if maybe you could wombo combo another one. Or even the stuff where, like Patrick Wilson is is falling behind them. That was where it sort of lagged for me. Yeah. Because like literally. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so Peter, is there anything you would change or add? Man, again, it's like it's hard it's, to say. It's like, hard like, with is these it a good perfect movies. movie. I don't know. Like, probably it, not. But I'm sure. Yeah, there I'm, isn't anything I really want. It's not like I want to see more of the monsters. Yeah, you know, yeah. like I because that gets annoying in movies. Mm-hmm. I just really liked it. Hmm. I mean, I agree with you. Like, there's probably things in this movie that somebody can point out as like what holds it back. But in terms of what a movie I want from a movie, this hits pretty much every checklist. Yeah. Even like things I like, there's something I would change, but it's like, yeah, this is just so nice. I mean, nice to say about a movie that has all this stuff in it, but like I was smiling through my screams. (laughs) (laughs) It's just so good. Yeah. Um, Really, when I was watching, the only thing I could think of that I would either add or change would have, I think it would have been, it might have been too much time-wise, but I would have been interested in to see what happened to um, David Arquette. Like, yeah, I know that sounds like, because we've been talking about how gross (laughs) the bisecting is, but I kind of wish, like, it's, I don't think they should have in some regards because I don't think cutting back to the cave would have would have ruined everything. Like, well, yeah, would have shattered a lot of the The illusions. whole thing is, are they alive? But, and then, so if they'd gotten to the cave and Patrick, or in David Arquette was still there, you'd be like, why are, you know, why haven't they eaten or killed them? You right. know what I mean? They could so, like, put his head on a, like so a shish kebab or something. Yeah. So I don't know how you approach that, but that was a little bit of a like, for me was like, you don't get to see what happened to his character. He literally goes from the jail cell to out of the movie. So, yeah. That was the only thing I could think of, like doing something with that, but yeah, other than that, like I said, it it just hits all the check boxes, and yeah. I I truly enjoyed it. You know, good pick, Pete. Yeah, good pick, Pete. Well, I wouldn't have picked it if Margaret had told me about this movie that he just seen. I was like, wait a second, a western scary movie? Sign <laughs> me up. <laughs> yeah, and this is definitely one that flew under the radar for me. I don't think it came out in theaters. It, it, 
It was, really made it was money. very limited release yeah. in theaters, which is sad. You think it came they out in theaters cap- and like demand on the same day? You think they would have capitalized on yeah. the fact that Kurt uh-huh. Russell had just been in Hateful Eight, and they would have tried to ride that out of like, look, he's in another western right now. So I don't know. That that makes me sad because you were Zach. You were talking about the acting. Uh, I know we need to wrap up, but like the acting. Every actor besides Kurt Russell, as they appeared on screen, I was like, oh, I don't know how this is going to go. Like, every actor made me uncomfortable at the beginning, not because they were acting bad, just because of what I know them from. Right. And then 30 minutes in, I'm like, I am in. This is, let's follow these guys forever. <laughs> Especially Matthew Fox, because, like, he really hasn't done anything after Lost ended. Well, I would even argue in Lost, he was one of the more annoying characters. Oh, and yeah. That's not by, his by, fault. By like season but, six. Oh, yeah. I was like, fuck you, Jack. But, but just yeah. how he played, it's so hard, in my opinion, for people to come across. I keep saying the Han Solo type, but that's what it is. It's the, I've like balancing swagger with confidence, but also being relatable. Mm-hmm. And I think he knocked this out of the park. Every humble brag didn't seem like to him he was bragging he was literally just being clinical yep. like stating facts it it just all lined up and chicory i thought was going to be this like oh god like his whole soup thing at the beginning i was like mm-hmm. I, I don't really want to deal with this character but again by the time they're all on the journey i am on board with every member of this cast i was yeah. so excited but yeah um i think we all agree this is definitely worth your free time I, I, yep. yeah 100 percent. yeah i was like i got I'm so happy to yeah. have like another movie to be like for sure like this is something I really like. Yeah, and I, again, I think we didn't really touch on it that much. Though it is kind of a hard sell with its length, but I didn't feel like it was too long. Well, it's also something too where let's say you know someone who really loves westerns, if you can find them, just yeah. say like, "Hey, you love westerns? I like horror movies. Let's watch something <laughs> that, that blends those that two. we can hold hands about." Yeah. <laughs> So yeah. It, it's yeah, it's great. It, it's a good intro to multiple genres. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, and um, I think that's wrap it up. Um, remember to follow us at TMFT Podcast at gmail I that's not how you can follow, follow us. us. That's us how you email, email us. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can hack follow us on the Twitter email and follow us that way. That's true. See follow us on Twitter <laughs> at TMFT Podcast. And then email us at tmftpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, it is Spooktober, so look forward to more horror films. And um, I don't know whose pick it is. It's either John or Zach's. Yeah, I'm just going to go ahead and warn you guys. This one's pretty tame for Peter. So I'm I'm, I'm going to get you to watch something awful. <laughs> get ready. I don't, I don't like this out Get of ready. <laughs> I'm going to throw this out there. I hope someone picks Screen 4. I feel like that would be a fun one to talk about. I'm not going to put that in anybody's head. It's not going to be my pick. I already know my pick. Me.